Good morning, everyone. Today is February 8th. And before I start, I just want to welcome Mark McMenemy, the newest member to the Design Review Board. And um, I want to welcome him to the meeting. Yay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay. Um, this open meeting of the Design Review Committee is being conducted remotely pursuant to Chapter 2 of the Acts of 2023 an act relative to extending certain COVID-19 measures adopted during the state of emergency, signed into law March 29th, 2023. All members of the Design Review Committee are allowed and encouraged to participate remotely. This act allows the Design Review Committee to meet entirely remotely, so long as reasonable, reasonable public access is afforded so that the public can follow along with the deliberations of the meeting. The public is encouraged to follow along using the posted agenda. Members of the public who wish to view the live stream of this meeting may do so by going to Northborough Remote Meetings on YouTube via the link listed on the agenda. Ensuring public access does not ensure public participation. This meeting will not feature public comment. Uh, members, when I call your name, please respond in the affirmative. Lisa Maselli? Aye. Mark McMenemy? Aye. And Dave Varon is trying to connect. Um, I don't see him yet. Um, staff, when I call your name, Lori Connors. Here. And Amy Pritzky, I'm here. For presenters and applicants, we don't have any applicants today, so I'm not going to go through that. Um, today on our agenda, we have the reviewing of the sign guidelines. We have um, a sign by law that we hope to bring forward at the town meeting this year. And these sign guidelines will be going along with that. It, they won't be presented at town meeting, but we wanna have them as part of the guidelines. And um, I wanna thank Lori for pulling those together. And um, if you wanted to, we could share your screen. Yes. Mark, I wanted to mention, and um, Lisa, usually we're here like till 10 o'clock at the latest. So that's, we start at 8.30 and hope to get through by 10 o'clock. Right. Because I have a 10 o'clock appointment downtown. Okay. Well, maybe we'll even get done quicker. Some, some weeks we have applicants. Can you see my screen? I can. Okay. Yes. Oh boy. I'm seeing uh, the YouTube and the regular meeting in stereo, which is uh, kind of weird now that I'm screen sharing. So, do you want me to share the screen? Distracting. Nope. As long as this is going to work, uh, as long as my computer doesn't crash, I might as well just keep sharing. So, um, the changes I, I pretty much just made to the awning. I added an awning section and a sign section. So it starts on page 18. Um, so I ended up uh, doing some research online about awnings and signs. And uh, so some of this uh, information is derived from the research that I did. Did anybody have any suggested changes to the text? Oh, I can say I didn't see this, so 
I can't make many suggestions unless I read it really quickly. Oh, you didn't read it? Not this part, not the change. I read the minutes. This oh. whole, yeah, this whole uh, section was originally sent to you uh, over a month ago. Mm. And I only uh, modified the pictures. Okay. So Amy had sent some pictures um, at the last meeting. So I ended up incorporating some of the new pictures that she had sent. I had um, a couple comments. I was just wondering, when I read under awnings, there was a section on historic commercial buildings. And then it talked about the different type of awnings. They tend yeah. to look best with the standard slope fabric awning. I was wondering if we needed a couple pictures of those. Because when I read that, I, I didn't know what it meant. I didn't know if it would be better. To have um, just a couple small pictures with what you're trying to describe. Okay. So this is your, uh, this one is one of the curved awnings. Mm -hmm. And this is one of the sloped awnings. Oh, okay. Maybe um, if you can write that underneath it, because okay. I, I don't know a lot about awnings. Okay. Yeah, oops. Because when I think of curved awnings, I would think of the more the, the actual dome, like maybe that's called a dome awning where it's it's a much more of an arc. Cause I did, I'm looking at this and I didn't really notice that until you said the difference. Yeah, I mean, they could be all different, different ways, uh, but you can see, you know, it's black. So it probably isn't as distinctive as um, if it were more pronounced curve. Yeah, but this is yeah, this is a curved awning, and I could do a picture of a more boxed awning too. And in that picture, just to to clarify, the writing that's on there doesn't appear to be on the skirt; it appears to be above the skirt. Unless yeah, yeah, I was um, kind of hesitating about using it. I thought it was a good example of a curved awning, which is why I chose it. But then if you also see the neighborhood tavern, that's another example of where the sign is in the wrong place. Right. So then I thought, well, you know, maybe this would be a good discussion item as to whether this is offensive or not. I mean, hmm. are you really opposed to having the sign elsewhere on the awning? Um, in which case we could alter that language to say, to eliminate the, the requirement that it must be in the scope. Right. Well, that would take away, because we do have that that talks about the drop. The That's where the signage is supposed to be. That's already someplace in our discuss. We discussed that. So that you would have the, num you know, the number of the building or the, um, maybe the, com maybe the name of the place would be, would be on that drop. So now what we've done is if we change that, and you can, you're going to be able to use the entire awning to do whatever you want to write on. So right. I want to, I mean, that's what I wanted to discuss. I mean, uh, are you opposed to having the writing here and here? Well, in these two cases, I don't think they're unattractive. But when you start to open up the, like if you were to take the one that was striped, and you use that whole surface for putting somebody's name on it, 
I think it would change the look of what the awning is is meant for. Um, they are decorative. I, you know, I, I, I like awnings. I'm not against awnings, but um, and I like this black one. It, it, I like the window treatment. I like the place that it's in. I think that looks very nice. Um, it's just two different standards. I mean, do we, do we, how do we limit it? Do we then say, okay, if you're, is it ten percent of your awning to be covered? You're going to go back to that um, because you don't want to have the whole awning available. Like, I, have I think to so. I think that's what I've seen in other towns, like a percentage. So that's that's the way I would change it then. If you want, if you don't want to just have it on the drop, if you're going to have it on the surface, then you have to you know do a percentage. I don't know where that resides anywhere in the bylaw though. Mark, you want to weigh in on anything? I'm trying to think of buildings in Northville that would have awnings. There's only a couple, right? Right now. Um, yeah, this is a neighborhood tavern. So these two examples are in Northville. So you could yeah, see- Yeah, the town hall, uh, for West Main Street used to have them. Uh, you can see in the old historical pictures and it looks much better with them. Right. Um, we should lead by example, put them on that building. <laughs> we move in yeah there aren't a lot of examples in north row that i could think of mm. um so that's that's kind of that's just when i think of guidelines i'm thinking of something that's almost like an outline very short and concise capturing the spirit of the rule and then referring to the bylaws for this level of detail um yeah we have a lot less detail in the zoning bylaw so the design guidelines is where we're going into this detail. Okay, so. So what goes into the the zoning bylaw is a standard, it's mandatory. Uh, what goes into the design guidelines is advisory. So it's suggestions for how to do it right. If we're going to do the 20% of the awning, then I think that would have to go in the bylaws. Because yeah, I think that's where we have the uh, requirement that says it has to be in skirts. So let me look. One thing I've noticed for reading these guidelines for the first time just recently is most people are reading these on a computer screen nowadays. And we have encouraged and discouraged examples, but you can't capture the text of what section you're in at the same time you're seeing what is discouraged or encouraged. So we really should add like awnings encouraged. You know, it's just so, you know, I see examples of vinyl signs in there that say encouraged, where I know you discourage vinyl signs. So it gets a little confusing if we don't add more detail to the title. I like that. That's fine. Yeah, because you're going on to the next page. and um, So it is the zoning bylaw section. Uh, the language says 
Awnings are allowed for first floor businesses only and shall not extend above or beyond any top or side edge of the facade, cornice, moldings, or trim of the building to which the awning is attached. Signs are allowed on the apron of the awning only. So um, uh, we want to change that to a percentage. That's interesting, though, because when we were talking about revitalizing the downtown, they talked about putting the uh, on the old bank awnings on the second floor. Right, but we don't have that many built. We talked about that earlier. We don't have that many buildings in town that have two stories. And we felt that we should keep the awnings to the first level. In this case, it's not, you know, like, I think if you had that building on the corner of South End, Maine, Used to be three stories and was a beautiful building. I don't even you know if it needed awnings. What is it, the Whitaker building or something like that? Could be. But then a fire came and they took a floor down. So right now, uh, an awning, if they put an awning over the front door, would take away the artistic, um, you know, uh, trim on the door with the broken pediment over it. Um, and it would be a, you know, you'd lose some of the design of the, the architecture. So it's hard because we're looking at it to be an overview of all, you know, what's somebody thinking about an awning? What's an awning going to look like? What are they going to put it on their building? And I agree that I think they do enhance buildings. Um, but if I were to look at the, if we're looking at page 19 and you look at the white building, that's the... Um, um, one on South Street, and you've got those awnings below, what would the building look like with awnings above and the different windows above it? I mean, I think if they were um, uh, identical windows, that probably wouldn't look as bad. But in this case, you've got three three across, large windows down below, and then you've got small ones up above. Mm. So, Sorry, the sun's moving, so I have to keep... Keep moving? <laughs> but do you understand what... what we're yeah, I say usually you would use an awning around the top of a building if you had a flat roof. You know, Texas barbecue, for example. That, you notice how ugly that building got when the awnings came down. I mean, that's only one story building, but I mean, it is a a compensation feature for a flat roof. But weren't you talking about second and third floor awnings? Yes, I'm talking awnings. I'm going to have to move in a bit, so. Um, I'll have to find a yeah, picture. No, I, I'm just saying when we were talking floor. about funding money for redoing um, the building on Main and South. I, I'm pretty sure I saw an illustration in the paper or something showing an awning on the second floor also. Huh. Do you know where that is? We'd have to get an example. I couldn't. I didn't. I drove around town looking for awnings on the second floor, and, and even in Hudson, I couldn't find any. So yeah, that, no, I wouldn't think they'd be very common at all. Uh, so, Mark, that picture showed shutters on the second floor, but the awning was okay. on the first floor. Okay. Knew there was something. <laughs> <laughs> all right, thank you. I thought I was getting crazy. Yeah, well, I mean, you, you could have an awning if you were going to have, uh, you know, a second floor balcony or something like that. So, But I guess that would be a canopy, not an awning. I think that'd be a canopy. 
And Lori did add, Lisa, like awning should not interfere with um, distinctive architectural features of the building. So that you were talking about um, about the building and the architectural features. So she did add that in, okay. which is good. I thought there was a lot of detail here. I thought it was good section. I just didn't know the different types of awning, so. Okay, yeah, I can definitely add um, descriptors under the pictures. Okay. Is there, um, is there an, um, uh, another, um, like another page that we could put with a different type, like a variety of different awnings, like the curved type, like the straight type, like the one coming out at the angle, um, just to give people a better understanding of yeah, I mean, I can uh, delete the picture from um, the neighborhood tavern and replace it with a box to awning, if you prefer. I, I don't know of any in the town of Northboro, so I'll have to go to another town. Um, no, 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 I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I think that looks, you know, that's a nice picture. Um, no, what I'm saying is like a, we talked about it once before, you had it, um, where it was either like a just a drawing, you know, not not necessarily on the building, but this is a, you know, this is the curved one that you talked about that I wouldn't have even noticed until you brought it up. This is a straight. This is a, I mean, those type of awnings must have a name. I'm sure a sign maker has them, right? Or the person who look to see if I could find a drawing. You definitely don't want me to draw these awnings. <laughs> <laughs> I think your Millbury bylaws had drawings of signs yeah. in the different types. Yeah, the, the quality of the photocopies through the years have definitely fallen fallen away. So they they have pictures. I got the Zoni bylaw in here. Um, I don't think that they have pictures of awnings. And I bet but with the neighborhood tavern picture, it's a nice picture, but you could probably crop out the parking lot and the sign out front to make so you could fit more pictures on that page. So this is, oh, <laughs> I'm gonna figure out where my camera is. This is what the uh, illustrations look like. So they're not the best quality illustrations. Okay, so for the next meeting, we can just see if we can find um, either a couple more pictures or illustration with the different. Well, you know, um, if I can, I could probably, hmm. I don't know. I'd have to see them and clean them up if they needed to be cleaned up uh, with Photoshop or um, Illustrator. But and I, I, so, there are no pictures of awnings yeah. in the Millbury bylaw. Right, it's just signs. But that, but what you had there was a good. I thought that was a great thing to add to it. I thought we were going to put something like that on ours too, weren't we? Because you said, well, they're not in the zoning. They're not in the zoning book, but. And we thought, well, maybe they could be in the guidelines book. I mean, if you want to uh, photocopy these from the Millbury one, uh, we could. Maybe, I, maybe I can find some higher, higher quality uh, that another town has. I'll look. Okay. Medway has really extensive design guidelines, so they might have one if. If you wanted to start there, I could look. But I remember looking through Midway once, and um, I'm like, wow, they have some really extensive guidelines. I don't know if they have the different types of signs and awnings, but they might. 
Okay. I will look at that. Great. So do you want to move on to the next section? Sure. Okay, so next we're moving on to the description of signs. I just had a couple of words that um, could be taken out. Okay. Like in the second paragraph, where it says to increase readability and communicate the message, I had the comma there versus fast. Like, I guess, it, I don't know if you need the word fast in there. Um, well, I wanted it there because the point is people are driving by in a car. Yeah. And so you only have a couple of seconds to grab their attention. So if the sign is too small or too ornate, um, then they may not be able to, to grasp the content clearly. Um, so the, the word fast, I mean, the fast is the important part of the sentence. Um, but if you want to use a word that means the same as fast, but not fast, then I think that's fine. I just thought it sounded really good too, just saying increase readability and communicate the message. But it's up to everybody else too. It's particularly important when you're in the highway areas where yeah. people are driving by at you know, 50 miles per hour. Isn't um, quickly the word you'd want to use? Again? Is quickly the word you want to use instead of fast? That's fine. I, I can't see the screen, so. Yeah, to increase readability and communicate the message quickly. Yeah. Is a way to zoom in on the document? See, it, I don't know if it's readable for you guys. Maybe because my screen is so small. Uh, it, it's the sonnets, not the... Oh, okay. I pulled it up on my computer separate. Dave Varon said he's on. So if, um, Lori, if you could add him. Okay, let me find him. Increase readability. Hmm. I can't see him, but probably because I'm screen sharing. Yeah, I agree with you, Amy. I think um... I'm going to have to stop share to see him. Okay. I don't see him. He's not there. Okay, I'll tell him. Yeah, he says, I'm here, let me in. <laughs> but maybe he dropped off. I said, we can't see you. She can't see you. And I never heard the ping either. Uh, he might be in the wrong meeting. <laughs> let, me, um, let me send it to him again. So hold on. How about easily instead of fast? And think about that word. Right. Um, well, <laughs> I was trying to say fast. Uh, so easily isn't quite what I was going for. Um, 
But we, is that bylaw specifically for, see that, you know, it, it's it's a collective. So it's not for just people driving by, people walking, people, you know, the signs that are on the buildings are. But well, why don't I say quickly and easily? Well, that's why I just thought leaving it, communicate the message. Like, I think if they're on the highway, they'll know they have to, you know, have it. Like, I didn't think it added to it, but. I was trying to keep it simple. Yeah. I mean, keep it simple. These are guidelines that have become more of an in-depth explanation of our bylaws and, and right. kind of lost the focus of what guidelines do. So <laughs> keeping it simple is gone. Mm -hmm. Well, but when you, when you think about it, I mean, it's the sign companies are the ones that are saying to the, the um, client, you know, where are you located? What's it going, where is it going to be? Um, you know, what's your, what's the message? I mean, some of the signs get to be very fancy, which are very hard to read. Other ones, the colors are bad, but they aren't necessarily done by professionals anymore. And some of that's the problem too, is that, you know, since everybody can do it on computers. Hey, Dave. Why we like the um, guidelines, Mark, is I don't know if I, hopefully the developers read them, but a lot of the developers probably don't go through our, our bylaws. And if they can see a picture oh, well, of... Well, they got to start because they're shorter. <laughs> but these so, have pictures. <laughs> so what, what happens is I, I meet with people early in the process. So I usually meet with the design team. I meet with the property owner, the engineer, and the architect uh, long before they file with you folks. And they're looking for guidance. Um, so they don't want to waste time and they don't want to waste money. So they want to have a clear understanding about uh, what the permitting authorities want and what design review committee wants. So that way they can design accordingly. So this is mostly for their benefit so that it can uh, lessen the period of time that they're before the various permitting authorities because they're they're kind of assured that if they follow these guidelines, they'll be headed in the right direction right from the get-go. So that, that's the intent. I us say, just, you know, what I'm looking at, I mean, I know you've just added these two sections and they're a lot more verbose um, than the other sections, but I'm saying over 50% of the guidelines now is about awnings and signs. If you were to cut and paste just the guidelines onto one or three pages. Well, I think if you want to make them shorter, then certainly we can. I was trying to um, make things clear, but it's definitely a lot more detailed than the other sections. Yeah, and I think new it's new mark we you know we hadn't had it before so that's probably why we're putting the emphasis on it right now because we're just adding it right amy right if you look at the two family design guidelines you'll see that they're they're pretty <laughs> verbose um so the originally these design guidelines were written in 2012 and they uh, haven't been updated since so this is the first uh, update since uh, for 12 years. 
And I could share Shrewsbury. When they went through a downtown revitalization, they added probably 10, 20 pages to their, to their bylaws, including stuff like this. You know, they, they got really detailed on the type of signs they were looking for. And I didn't realize Shrewsbury had done a downtown revitalization. Yeah, I can share it with you after the meeting. I can forward it to you. No, I'm just, it's a joke. I'm driving through it. <laughs> oh, I think they're trying. You know, like we're trying. You have to start somewhere. And by starting, you have to give more details on what we're trying to look for. Yeah, that's not bad. Okay. Hi, Dave. Well, I mean, can, can we go back and do something that's more geared towards the visual thinker, like, you know, contractor that's going to want to just see examples and not read a whole bunch of legalese? Well, I think if they got these guidelines, they could still look at the pictures and then probably not read. I'm sure they don't read the whole thing. Well, I, you know, the three people I've read the, will read the awning section, I'm sure. We could try to get it down to bullets, but I don't know. You could try it, bring it back next time and see what we think. <laughs> well, I say I, I was, you know, I just started on these things, you know, recently. And of course, I, I took the PDF off the website, so it didn't have this. So I haven't really looked at these sections. Uh, so yep. I was focusing on more on the things that apply to almost every building versus just these specialty things. I mean, signs are big ones, but, you know, we didn't invent signs. I mean, you look at just copy Holden's bylaws if you want nice signs. Yeah, I haven't seen theirs yet. I just, I haven't seen theirs either. I've driven through the town. There are a number of uh, examples. Uh, like, for example, the town of Milton, believe it or not, they have an entire book devoted to signs. I think that's overkill, in my opinion. Well, um, but it would be nice have... to have a short thing saying, you know, refer to our pamphlet on signs. And, you know, use theirs. A lot of these are standard or available guidelines. Um, the, the town of Milton's are, are quite old. Um, I, I mean, I, I don't think that we want to just take another town's. That's, that's my hometown. I grew up in Milton. And Milton is a very different community uh, with a very different character than Northborough. So I, I don't think that you should take another community's guidelines and just say, just do this. I, I just disagree with no, that. I would use the states personally if they had them on signs. They don't. So I, I like having Northboro have their own. Like if you see ideas from Holden and you want to email them to Lori to incorporate into our signs, we've this is the way we've always, you know, Northboro has their own. And I do think Medway, like I mentioned, has a big one, probably like Milton, with signs separate. And and this has, in my opinion, I don't know, it has the right amount of wording plus pictures. I don't know. The city of Framingham is another one that has an entire book pretty much devoted to signs. But once again, that's a city. Right, but they Very probably don't call them guidelines. They are guidelines. Yeah, I mean, if guidelines, like I said, are advisory and standards that exist in the zoning bylaw are mandatory. 
Okay, it's nine and we have to get to the minutes by 940. So we'll have to keep going. But Mark, if you want to talk with Lori about it offline, maybe you can set up a meeting. Or um, you could sit well, down with Lisa. I yeah, I mean, I can just, I prefer to just go through and see, you know, mark up the contradictions or the things, well, not contradictions, but things that are, are not clear. Um, yep. You could definitely do hey. that and then send it to Lori and she could share it with us. If you could track the changes in the text directly, uh, I, I sent it to you as a Word document so you could do that. Yeah, I just, you probably noticed that Word documents kind of, had too many hands involved in it already. Um, okay. Okay, so should I share my screen again? Sure. You gonna say hi to Dave first? He's just floating around out there. <laughs> hi, Dave. <laughs> hi, Dave. Can you can you hear us? Can we hear you? Uh, you're on mute. He's probably trying to mute us. <laughs> can you hear me now? We yeah. can hear you now. Welcome. <laughs> yeah, sorry, it took me, it's going to sound weird. It took me three different apartment cases to find one that was still closed, but has Wi Fi. This, this island is weird. There's like no Wi Fi. <laughs> So the bar is closed. They shut the Wi-Fi. <laughs> so this, this one's closed, but has Wi-Fi. So I'm standing literally on the side of the bar, you know, on a swing of all things, talking to you guys. Oh, cool. <laughs> Lucky you. I think we'd all rather be where you are. <laughs> <laughs> and not talk Sorry about time. <laughs> Sorry to be while doing this, but I had to, like, walk all over the place to find one that had Wi-Fi. I didn't plan for a ride this morning. So, sorry about that. That's all right. I know Lisa has an appointment at 10, though, so I'm like, yeah. No problem. Sorry about the delay. <laughs> so I did get a, um, a uh, email. Uh, I think everybody got it from Bob Frederico. Uh, so he had some suggested changes for this page. Okay. So in the second paragraph, um, at last, well, this past week's planning board meeting, ultimately the language saying brand name logos should be avoided unless the product mentioned comprises the principal part of the business. Um, and that's the sentence I'm taking off, right? So he, he suggested that we take it off here too. Why? Why did you take it off? Though I saw it on the um, on the window signs, but this is just in general signs. Uh, there was concern that uh, including this language in the sign bylaw would make that make ensure that town meeting would not approve the changes, any of the changes to the sign bylaw. That's strange. Because they thought that it'd be too controversial. So Actually, if I'm following this correctly, this would be like if a restaurant had a sign that said Coca-Cola on it and the Coca-Cola paid for their sign, that wouldn't be allowed? Correct. So this is a Coca-Cola bottle, yeah. 
Because what was, you know, what's that unless it's selling Coca-Cola inside? Well, they, they do a lot of, you know, they, they pay for like the scoreboard at the high school and stuff. Well, they pay for a lot of a lot of those banners just to have their advertising. Right. And so like I, I know I know in the past, like and, and I don't they don't do it anymore for me, but like vendors like Coca-Cola or whatever, or in my case Toro Hunter, whoever, used to pull off advertising if you put it on you know on the side. Uh, I don't. I got to imagine Coke and Pepsi still do that for restaurants and whatnot. So that I think that's going to be very controversial. I, I don't know if that still goes on, but I have to imagine it does. Um, and then the other line about you know I, I'm jumping forward where it says you know no phone numbers or whatever or websites on the side. That's kind of touchy too. Well, I think we're forgetting where that where that information would be put. Like we talked about it being put on the on the doorway coming into the building, but not the phone number. I don't, I don't mind on a sign. I don't I mean, it's hard to say with all the internet stuff, but that the sign, the basic sign that you see on a pole in front of a building should have the business name, a logo, uh, an address of the street. And, mm -hmm. and maybe, you know, maybe a phone number, but, um, but the address of the street doesn't appear on many of our signs right now. And if there's a fire, firemen are going to have to try to find out where they're located. Um, right. And we're I actually, like, we're, we're, we're redoing our sign. Yeah. And even on some of our trucks now, we're like, do we even bother with a phone number anymore? Do we just put a website? Because the people even use the phone number, because most people just go right to a website and grab a phone number from that. And that's kind of one of the things that I'm, I'm sitting here fighting with myself with is to even bother with the phone number. And even up in our, our street sign when we're redoing it, uh, I'm, I'm debating on that one. Do we even bother putting the phone number because everybody goes to the website now? Right. I mean, I'm just, you know, do we want to limit people in the choices of what they do? Because as a business owner, I'm sitting here like, do I want to put that on or not? Not to have someone tell me, hey, you can't do this, you can't do that. I'm just throwing it out there because that's, you know, I'm literally in this process myself right now. Yeah, it, it makes sense. I suppose I um, hmm. but I do agree with the address because you know, especially if it's up in the street, um, unless it's on the you know. But then if we have a you know, it's on the, I guess it depends where the sign is too. You know, I'm yes, looking around here. Yeah, you know. right. It's the location, it's obviously. If it's on, a, you know, that that's we talked about the awning was going to have the number of the street. Right. Um. But where do we have that listed? Do we have that listed somewhere? Um, that should have the number of the street. Yeah, I thought we put that. Oh, well, that's in the building code. It's definitely. in the bylaws too. Bylaws. So, um, huh. like when we other... do every every building that comes through us, you know, we make sure there's a number of buildings. You know, that's one of the things when it comes through us, we're like, hey, where's the number on the building, et cetera. Um, you know, where's the sign duplication? Um, but again, if the sign's up on the street, yeah, hey, that's a great idea, you know, absolutely. Um, I, I'm just, again, this is food for thought. I'm just throwing it out there in, in discussion right now. Yeah. So we yeah, have that, in that paragraph two, uh, sign content should be limited to the individual establishment's name and or place name. However, it may also consist of a logo or icon and the property address. 
And then, of course, uh, so then secondary signs, which are often mounted to windows and doors, may describe hours of operation, products and services sold, although maybe we should get rid of products and just say services sold and sales information, like 50% off sale or whatever. Right, right. I agree. I like that, taking the products off. <clears throat> are you are you doing it on this page or are you just doing it somewhere else? It's on page 20, paragraph two. When you're making corrections? Um, I'm doing it on my hand printed copy. Old way? The old way, yes. Thank you. I don't fast okay. enough to do it on this page. <laughs> okay. Um and I, the more I read the the first line, I th I agree with Amy. I think the word fast is it, it's probably not it's not necessary. Can I put quickly and easily? You can. I'll put just easily. Yeah, and I don't even think it's needed. I mean, I think they just want to communicate their message. I think if they're on the highway, they know it has to be something that you can read fast or quickly or easily. I I feel like it's just an adjective that's added, but. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think so. Because again, we're talking, we talked, Bob and I talked about signs. I think uh, sign size of letters and such that certain, you know, they know how big the letter has to be at a certain speed to be able to, to read it well. I think Dave was even on that conversation. So, yeah, I agree. Okay. So then uh, on that same page, the fifth arrow, last line, uh, he says, um, it requires fastening into mortar joints and not the masonry material. He says this is wrong as the mortar is the weakest part of the wall that supports the side mounts. Yeah. So I am going to ask him for some <clears throat> alternative language. You could just say securely fastened. Yeah, I like that. I mean, yep. it's a sign's done under a permit anyway, so he'd be checking it. Yeah, that sounds good. Okay, so maybe I just delete that whole sentence. Yep, because yep, he should check it. Mounting hardware for Mason Bay should be submitted. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so then the last arrow, last line. Northborough ZB, uh, CBL, mm -hmm. I think he means CBA, mm -hmm. has restrictions on all lights for signs. No illumination between midnight and 6 a.m. Oh, oh, zoning bylaw. That's what that means. <laughs> um, okay, so I can delete that last sentence. Where I don't see it. Where is it? Is it under sign types or on the last arrow? It's the last arrow. Sign illumination should be turned off when the business is closed. You want to take that away? Well, he says uh, ZBL restrictions on all lights for signs, no illumination between midnight and 6 a.m. So he's saying it doesn't right. match the standard. Or I could just say sign illumination should be turned off between midnight and 6 a.m. You know, that's kind of a contradiction, though, because if we have Say we get a restaurant in town that's open till one o'clock in the morning. Um, 
they're going to have to turn their sign. I guess they could turn their sign off early. Um, I looked around once, though, when we were talking about the 12 to 6, and there's nothing open. Even, like, Cumberland Farms closes at 11, and Walmart, like, since COVID. I don't know if any restaurants in town are open. I don't know what time they close at. If they close after 12 in North Pearl, I don't know what the rules are. I know Marlboro goes to 2 a.m. Well, but I know most of the North Pearl restaurants are closed by 8 or 9. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. I think the idea of having those illuminated signs shut off during after business is closed, I think is a great idea. Uh, because, you know, we nobody bothers to look at the signage that's all down Route 20 when I drive back and forth and there's always signs on all night long. So I don't think anybody even turns them off no. at six. So I think keeping that sign illumination be turned off when the business is closed can go both ways. Just as Marcus said, if in fact somebody decided to open a nightclub, they wouldn't be closing at 10 o'clock. Be closing at one, unless the bylaw says they can't. Um, so, so probably a 24 hour convenience store is more a possibility. Right. So then we should update the bylaw to match. I think that's what Bob was trying to point out that the guidelines weren't matching what it says in the bylaws. Okay. So if we want the sign illumination off when the business is closed, then we should probably update the bylaws to say the same thing. Well, do you, I mean, my, I think that would be easier to, easier to understand, right? You, you shut the lights off when you leave. <laughs> so right. anybody else on that, Amy? Yeah, no, I agree. But do you agree, Lori? I mean, and like, should we update the bylaw? I mean, we're updating the bylaw this year at town meeting. If we want the guidelines and the bylaws to match, maybe we update the bylaw to say, signs should be shut off, you know, when the business is closed. Yeah, I mean, if you have a gas station on Route 9, I'm not sure what their hours are, but if they're open 24 hours and the sign is off, but they're still open, that's weird. Yeah. So yeah. I, I actually drove through one night in an ambulance at like, well, I wasn't in the ambulance, but I was following it at like 2 a.m. And I we were doing the sign bylaws, so I was making note of what lights were on. I'm like, this is pretty crazy. But it was like Richdale Farms and a couple still had their lights on at two in the morning, even though they were closed. And there well, were only a few. Let me ask you a question. Is that exempt Wegmans and all that up there? Because I've been working on all night. The what? The Wegmans, DJs, Plaza up there. Is that exempt them? They're on all Hmm. Uh, no, I mean, that should be enforced because it's in our signed bylaw. Yeah, I think. So, so when you're plowing, you can see the lights on? That's that whole, whole pause is right yeah. no. You know, and that's and that's the thing. I mean, that's getting into the dark sky compliance, right? I mean, that, that helps to en enhance following that guideline or that bylaw. Right. Yeah. I think they would just need what security lights. Yeah, security lights are one thing, but yeah, uh, that's a good point though. Wegmans, I mean, I, they open all night still. They used to be. I don't Before know. Yeah, I don't know if they are. 
But if we keep it with should be turned off when the business is closed, then that would cover that too. Right. Yeah. I do know that through COVID, you could get into Wegmans earlier if you're older, but that would be a seven o'clock entrance, but there wasn't a 24 hour option during COVID. So I don't know if they continued not having that. Because most of the want to have employees. It closes at midnight, according to the Google. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's that okay. Way. Okay, so moving on, we did sign types. Uh, so this is where we differentiate between freestanding signs, projecting or blade signs, and window signs, uh, and of course wall signs, which are building-based signs. So then I go into the various sign types and include pictures so people know. So I tried to uh, choose photos that represented the various ways that they can be mounted. Mm -hmm. And I, I wanted to include the landscaping because of course we're saying that you should include some ornamental landscaping at the base to enhance. Yeah. So do you want me to put descriptors? So like this is a monument sign I mean, the others are all freestanding signs, um, just different ways of mounting. I would, so, yeah, make it make it simple for people know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then, uh, encourage freestanding signs. Yes, encourage. Yes, Mark. Hmm? You put encourage freestanding signs or freestanding signs encourage. Because you're going with the awnings encouraged. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just say encouraged, uh, you know. Um, yeah, you want to keep encouraged the first word, though. So probably encouraged and then comma, you know, freestanding sign. do a hyphen. Yeah, hyphen. Good. That works. So then I can say post an arm. Okay. Yeah, different types of signs. That's all. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So the just Ladder. when you're doing, you know, saying what the sign is, whether it's a monument sign or a freestanding, John Stones, which I like, what is that? Is that considered a directory sign or is that a? It's a ladder sign. Ladder sign. Well, that would be good to put ladder sign because it's got like, oh, John Stone House. Yeah, yeah, whatever that's called. And, and I, I like that sign. I like it all the same, two colors. Okay, so we're okay with these pictures? Yeah. All right. Okay, so then we move on to wall signs. So once again, I'll put encourage type in wall signs. I had some couple simple word changes. I don't know if you want me to just send them to you because we have to keep moving along or you want me to bring them up or. Well, why don't you just bring them up so I can quickly make the changes here. Okay. I thought in the first sentence, uh, in the first bullet uh, arrow where it says buildings, important architectural details, I think important 
is kind of subjective. I was just taking that out or obscure a building's architectural details. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I was trying to take out some of the subjective words because what's important to one person, I don't know. But yeah, maybe significant might be better. Okay. I will put significant. Anything else? Yeah, and then if you, the next paragraph, um, the very last sentence, in buildings with multiple storefronts, a coordinated approach to signage, I crossed out the next three words, is particularly important. Because I did throughout the building, I was thinking, I when I saw throughout, I felt like it meant kind of inside. I don't okay. know. I just thought it wasn't needed, the three words. That's fine. Take those out. Um, and I took out colors may vary to add interest. Not that I mind it, but I didn't want to call attention to it. Because if you look at the signs that you chose, like that um, Tony Abel building, top right, I liked how the sign was black with the white writing. And I think there were some other buildings in town where it looks nice because it's not super varied. I don't want to say people can't vary their signs, but I just didn't want to call it out where it says colors may vary to add interest. I just, I don't know. I kind of liked the way of that building looked with the black sign with the right white writing in it all. I don't know. I think I, I thought it all looked nice. No, I agree. I think, I think you, I'd see, like to see it limited. Okay. Because I felt like if it was like red, white, blue, and like it would really, especially downtown, it would take away from the building. Any other comments on this one? My only comment is, forget the gal's name that we hired in is, uh, uh, oh man, she was helping us write these many years ago. Um, she did make a big thing about taking photos from other towns and don't use the ones from this town. And I don't know if that was the legal reasons or not. Like we have, you know, the photos from Tony's and the other ones around here. Which I like the photos, don't get me wrong. But she really pushed that we use from other towns. Again, I don't know if that was a legal reason or not, but I just want to make sure you know, I'm, I'm saying it right here. I just don't want us to get into any legal hot water if that was a reason. Those were when we were talking about discouraged. Yeah. Okay. Well, so as as they're encouraged. Good. You're giving them kudos and yay, <laughs> you're doing it right. Well, right, discouraged just... can be embarrassing for. Okay. Yeah. So that's just a reason. Want any legal hot water at all? Yeah. Uh, no, Judy Barrett had said that. I that ended just, up yeah. uh, just eliminating all discouraged because I figured we'd keep it positive. All right. Cool. All right. I just, just it was in the back of my head when it was Judy. That was it. Correct. Right. Yeah. No, you're you're totally right. You you did right. that. Yeah. Very cool. Yes, all that all that wonderful weather hasn't gotten to your head yet, Dave. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I still remember things. All right. So then we move on to projecting signs. So I really like this picture, Amy, that you took that had all of the various projecting signs. So you could see how people can uh, use different shapes and colors. I mean, in this case, they're pretty much all black and some other color. Um, but I, I thought it was a good display of how people can kind of be fun with the projecting signs. So 
That was a nice picture. And you can see like how we're allowing two signs. If you had a main street, you'd pick projecting and wall sign because you couldn't do a freestanding sign on main street. So you wouldn't want to. Right. Like if we have a Blake street or, and you could do this, but not, you wouldn't want freestanding signs blocking the sidewalk. Right. So are you guys okay with the text here? I was, but it sounds like Lisa didn't really get a chance to read it. And Dave's trying to read it and Mark, but like, I think it's okay. But maybe if they have little, something that they want to send you in between the meeting. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. That's fine. Can you see that, Dave, on your on your phone? Yeah. It is so small, I can't tell you. Yeah. Make it a little yeah. bigger. Okay. Oh, there we go. Yeah, I can't tell whether it's in this section, but some of the assigned sections, I was, there were a few things that needed clarification, um, you know, as far as definitions go. Um, I can't see if it's in this section right now, but I can send those to you later. Uh, we do have the definitions in the zoning bylaws. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm talking little words like the word vinyl. I know it occurred in a couple of places where you literally said that it was discouraged or prohibited downtown. And then you showed an example that was encouraged that used a vinyl sign. There you go. Okay. All right, so I probably brought up vinyl when I added that to the sign by low, but like what we was trying to discourage, and maybe it's not, maybe I didn't say it right, is the vinyl like banners that are hung on buildings. Like, like I don't want to call out there's a business on the corner of um... right, right, but, but a vinyl sign has a broader definition. For example, that ice cream sign right there on the window, that's probably a vinyl sign, it's transferred onto the glass. Yeah, and I, I'm pretty sure we say that that's okay when yeah. we get the window signs. Oh, yeah, it should be. I mean, coming up. Yeah, I just saying the, the word as we use vinyl in that sentence wasn't clear. Maybe maybe fabric for banners and, and hard, what, what's the hard plastic ones in just the interlit? That are well, I think that's what you meant, like a backlit plastic, you know, um, sign. You're talking about a box sign, I think. Yeah. What would what would that material, the substrate, be called? It's not vinyl. Well, although if if it was a uh, like a white box that was backlit, you would transfer vinyl onto it for the lettering, you know, because you don't really paint them anymore. Right. Yeah. So I but guess that's just a backlit sign. Okay. Gonna say what I have is minor anyway. All right, next. I'm on to moving around, guys, because fifteen. Okay. Yeah, we have to get to the minutes. So <laughs> I, I don't know if you want to do the minutes because I just got your changes, so nobody's had a chance to review them. So I just sent them out this morning. Okay. I think Michelle might have sent them out originally, but it was way back in January, or I sent them to her in January, and maybe they never got sent out. Yeah, you sent me changes at like. 10 past 8 last night that I didn't send out until like 8.15 this morning and then Lisa, you sent me changes at like 6 something last night 
So those didn't go out until this morning either. Right. But if you notice, my email was sent in January 8th. So I originally actually sent them January 8th. Oh. The changes. Uh, I mean, we could do Amy's. If you but want. I didn't know if anyone read them back in January. So if or if they got forwarded. But I definitely did the changes way back in January. I just I wanted to forward them again. I forwarded them or not, honestly. Yeah. That was so long ago. Right. Anyway, maybe we can do window signs. All right, we'll finish the, but like you said, maybe we'll do that the next meeting then if, if it doesn't really matter. The well, I, I read the, I mean, I, I don't get a say on the minutes, but um, I did read the ones that Michelle sent out yesterday. Okay. And I have, there's like two comments I wanted to make on them. One was. Um, let's just finish the signs first. Okay, let's finish. And then the I'll go back. Sorry. Yep. Okay, so does anybody have any issues with the text here? Where, um, where are we? I don't think so. Should not be taped in windows. I love that. Oh, the sign's posted. More than 10% cover, that's what we talked about. <clears throat> I guess I highlighted posted because I didn't know what you meant by posted. So, but it said, so, it says not to be taped in the window. So I guess when I first read it, I saw posted and I thought that meant it was taped to the window, but then you follow up at the bottom saying it's not taped to the windows. Right, not taped. I like not taped. I've seen that. It looks pretty bad. Yeah, so like you could you could display, like for example, if you think of Northboro Crossing when they have sales. They don't tape the 50% off to the window, but they often put them on a, uh, like an easel. So it's visible from the window, but it's not adhering to the window. Mm -hmm. So the easel is fine. Um, it's, it just shouldn't be taped. So that's what this is saying. So some of these have, you know, window displays. So you could put a little easel here with your sale item. So it'd be like a window display. So that would be okay, mm -hmm. but they can't put it on the glass itself. Okay. I can now see what Mark was point, talking about with the vinyl. So these stickers could be vinyl, like the Owen and Sage or the coffee. And when we were saying no vinyl signs, I was thinking of the vinyl banners that are like hanging from the buildings downtown on the walls. I wasn't thinking about the windows. Yeah, I kind of, I, I think I understood that, that, you know, you could just say banners though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what it is, is there are some banners hanging from certain buildings and banners actually are only temporary. So those buildings really should have wall signs, not banners. So it's a more of like an enforcement thing than, I guess. Um, just on these four these four photographs, um, the lowest one, the Owen and Sage. Um, I'd like to change it out. I'm not, you know, I'm not crazy about. It's it's a lot of stuff going on with the decorations on the outside and stuff. Um, very, where the other one's got your little. Nutcracker, which is kind of cool, but we had one in down. I, I took a couple that were um, even in, I guess I'm going to call it Chuck's black 
Chuck Black's uh, area, which is on the other side of um, Ace Hardware. Okay, you can yeah. send that to me. Uh, I'll put it, I'll substitute that. All right. I think when I sent the Owen and Sage, it was because it showed how it had the sandwich board. It wasn't blocking the sidewalk. It had the open sign that actually comes in at the end of the night. Like it actually had a lot of different signs, but they were doing it all the right way, even though there are a lot of them. Well, maybe if. But we don't have to leave it. You can do a different one if you want. Okay. Maybe I'll, I'll go see Owen when they don't have the decorations on it. <laughs> it was Christmas. Yeah, it's just so much going on. You don't really notice the other. You see open. That's the only thing you see is open. As an artist, that's what I'm looking at. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, we're going to. That's it. Okay. That's All it. Right. Great. All, right. All right. And like um, Lori said, maybe people haven't had a chance to really read the latest minutes. So. There was one minute that nobody sent me any changes on. So maybe you guys can approve that one. The second um, one in October. Um, not the October twelfth or nineteenth one. The twelfth, the nineteenth doesn't have anything in it, but as discussed. So we've got yeah, we've got fifteen minutes. Uh, Mark wanted to talk about some. What other ones would you want to talk about, Mark? Well, there was just a couple. I mean, I only read them briefly, uh, but I, I kind of look to minutes to be a substitute for watching the meeting uh, when I want to know about a particular project. Uh, so there was a, there two things that jumped out at me. One was there was an instant where we recommended a type of siding and we said the brand name. I don't think we should ever recommend a particular brand name. Um, so at least not documented in a thing. You, know, you can say the equivalent, yeah, the, the example was Hardy Board. Um, you know, that's got some negative associations from back in their asbestos days. Um, so we shouldn't actually say the name. We could say cement board. Uh, it means the same thing. Uh, and then the other thing was um, it was on a different meeting, but we talked, the the minutes say that we talked about the square footage of the building. Can you, can you tell me, so I can make the changes, can you tell me which meeting you're talking about? I can't off the top of my head and I can't get into that screen without losing you guys. So I'll send that to you later. Okay. Um, I think it was the worst one on the list. Um, oh, and the other one was uh, the square footage of the building was discussed, but the minutes themselves didn't say the square footage. And that's kind of what I wanted to know. Um, so it'd be nice to include some of that technical detail in there. I agree with that. Like, some of those minutes, like especially October, were very sparse where it said like a discussion ensued or I don't have them open in front of me. But I do think we need not like to have every word from the meeting, but there needs to be some descriptions on what was discussed. Because like Mark, I do use the minutes too. Especially even being on the board. Sometimes our meetings go from month to month. And if it says we discuss the landscaping or we discuss the signs, but it has no detail. I'll go to the next meeting and say, "Okay, what did we, what did I ask? <laughs> did I ask the question that I wanted to? Or, you know, like just some of the details." Well, that's why that's why I took the what I got October nineteenth. No, October twelfth done, 
And it's two pages uh, over one page. And what I tried to do is what they've done in the past, years, years ago, that there was some description of what was being said by the individual saying it so that you can pick up that page and look at it quickly. Because you can look at now you can look at October 19 and you don't have to go back to the meeting and, and spend 48 or, or 50 minutes or more trying to get a feeling of what really was said. Um, trying to research and go back, which we, I've spent a lot of years trying to do, it's hard to get into your into the office. It's hard to find things on the internet. Sometimes it's almost impossible even to pull the YouTube up to find it. So just relying on that being out there, I don't think is enough. I think what what helps people, and, and Mark has just said that, is to get a feeling of what was said and not go crazy. I mean, it is it is time consuming. And maybe we can help a little bit on the boards because I know I've sent some of my selectmen um, reports in now. I'll just give them exactly what I put in my reports. Uh, it's it's got to be helpful to the reader as opposed to just helpful to the person typing. And um, and I think that um, I did I didn't know how to send the information out yesterday for that the the twelfth. So I tried to do it as best as possible, but I think you've received that now. And um, and I do feel that the whole reason for minutes is to be able to get an overview of what happened at that meeting. That's what I thought, that's what they were created for. So yeah. one comment that I'd like to make is uh, like Lisa, with your, with your draft, you went into quite a bit of discussion of the applicant's presentation of the site plan, which of course, uh, I I don't think that's appropriate. I, I think it's appropriate to uh, go into, um, you know, comments that you folks make and you say, hey, you know, I want you to change uh, the siding or I want you to uh, change the lighting or, you know, questions you ask for missing items. But if somebody wants to see what the plan is all about, all they have to do is look in the file and they they have that. So the meeting minutes is really, the point of it is just to capture um, who was there, you know, the motions that were made, the decisions that were made, and that's really it. Because all of these meetings are available on YouTube, like forever. So anybody who wants to get a play-by-play -play of everything that was said can just look at the meeting, uh, whereas, you know, I, I, like I said, you know, we have we have so many committees and boards that we do meeting minutes for. So uh, it's just the time is really limited. And to do a huge amount of detail for every single board and committee, especially when there's no possibility of using it in a lawsuit, uh, because this is an advisory committee, it's not a permitting board. Um, you know, I, I'd, I'd like to give the clerks the leeway of not spending five hours during the meeting minutes for for this. Uh, well, I'm sure the main idea. I, everything that I said before you went into that addressed everything and you just turned it all around saying, no, none of that's important. I understand that having somebody not put five hours into make minutes is important. I understand that. But 
we can't get into those files easily. We can't get into YouTube easily. We can't find things that you can find easily. And people that are looking for information on what happened in a meeting can go quickly to the website for the town. They can look up agenda and they can look up minutes. And minutes being clicked on for two pages that they can read in about three minutes instead of watching a 48 minute show is helpful. And I think that's the way that I'd like to see that. I don't think the fact that maybe it won't be used in a court of law is no reason to keep it important because we wouldn't have to vote on them if they weren't important. We would just put them up and say, this, this person talked about that and that would be all there was to it. So I do think that there's a lot more into the minutes that, that should be put. And so it helps the reader and it helps anybody who's looking for it, who's not in the, in the thick of things to understand. And there's no easy way to go through plans and look at them online as much as it, there is a discussion and a description in the minutes for reasons. And they did it in the other minutes years ago. And there's no reason we can't continue to do a little bit better work that way. So that's what I'd like to see. It doesn't have to be as detailed perhaps. And I think that, that what we are starting to see is that it's getting so, uh, now I don't know what the other minutes look like. I just know what, what's, what, two or three boards look like. So I don't get to see all the other boards, but Earthworks and, and um, or what is it? Uh, I just went to water and sewer and such like that. Some of those are smaller meetings and less discussion. We don't necessarily have decisions made when we do um, our design review because we are advisory. So we ask them to do things and we need to know what, what, they, what we asked and what they're coming up with. And I agree, that's important to include, but, you know, Amy said this, and then, uh, I mean, if there's a half hour discussion of, well, you know, I, I think it should be, um, you know, 10 square feet, and I think it should be 15 square feet, and I think it should be 20 square feet, and then uh, the ultimate agreement, oh. is it should be 10 square feet. The yeah. important thing to put. I, I was kind of looking for just like Jeffy a 10% improvement, you know, increase in the, the information, you know, nothing much. You know, we, those, the minutes I was looking at said the number of bedrooms was discussed. The square footage was discussed. It's like knowing the number of bed, bedrooms would have been helpful information. Knowing what the square footage was would have been very helpful and would have saved me from trying to find the meeting somewhere just to find out that number. Um, you know, you know, five to ten percent improvement is really all that's needed. Okay, I agree too. Because even being on the planning board, um, things go to, before I was on design review, and things go to groundwater and things go to concom. I read their minutes before our meeting to see, okay, what was discussed? Did they have a problem with this? Did they not have a problem with that? So, like the planning board has a rep, so I should say what was discussed. But before that. They weren't, and we don't have a rep from CONCOM. So it's like, I love to be able to go through and read the minutes versus watching a two-hour meeting and see, okay, CONCOM agreed with that, and this is how many acres of wetlands there are. And yeah, like Mark was saying, 10 to 15% more would be really helpful to get more of an idea of what was discussed. Did you get to read what I sent, Mark? Did you get that this morning? No, I didn't. What do you mean? I, I got up and got in the shower and got to this meeting. That's all. I have had one cup of coffee. 
Um, I think Laurie, I think Laurie sent them out. I think, I don't know about Dave, if he got it, but I'd like you to look at the, the 12th and give me, uh, you know, look at it and decide how it read for you. Okay. Talk about it you end. have to send your comments back to Lori or talk about them at our next meeting. Like we can't. Uh, she she completely rewrote it. So what I would do is if you guys approve her minutes, I'm going to put her name on the bottom as being the author of the minutes. So they're completely different than uh, what was originally done. Well, I'm just looking and um, Lisa, I did not get yours. I, I got Bob's, but that was it. Oh, because I'd asked Lori to send them out to everybody. I yeah, I might not be on morning. the list. Uh, you should be on my list. I added you yesterday. Uh, let me make sure they left my scent. Uh, yeah, these uh, Amy's went out. No, I didn't get Amy's either. Uh, well, maybe you can. Oh, I, I guess maybe I didn't. Let me but hang on. Wait, we're talking about Lisa and Amy. I better check my spam. Maybe I didn't add you to the um, group list. I just added you to the contact list. Yeah, so that, that's probably it. Let me um, send them to you individually. And it looks like, Lisa, yours might still be up in my draft box. So I'll send those out. Okay. And Dave, do you, Dave, do you get that stuff while you're out on the boat? Mm, I haven't had email for a couple days i've had no internet no nothing i'm probably being here right now i probably got downloaded and god knows how much email from the past couple days oh. so I'll, I'll probably after this i'll be going through email for a couple of hours now okay so, i just noticed yeah. when i um looked at what michelle resent out which was great it didn't include my changes from the other you know from that i sent out in january and i know it's been a long time so I just got to plug in my computer. It's about to die. Uh, I just want to ask everybody if they can make February 29th. That was um, Lori had brought up. February 29th. Yeah, they, didn't, they didn't tell me definitely that oh. they want to move to the 29th. They just wanted people to leave it open in case they need the extra time. So they should let me know definitively if they want to be on the um, the prior meeting or that one within the next week. Okay. So you'll let us know. Yeah, I'll let you know. All right. I'm gonna have to run. I'm sorry. I don't usually cut out before everything's done, but I will um see you at the next meeting. Okay. I think we're all set here anyways. We're wrapping up. Thank you very much. I appreciate it.